top of the morning to you, or afternoon, or whenever you're listening right now. It is Friday. I think it's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt. You'll see why I was talking that little uh, enunciation there of my voice in a second with our host of the program, Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you on another Friday and another holiday episode of the Speaking For Him podcast. And this holiday that we're going to talk about is St. Patrick's Day, and I just want to start out a little with a little bit of why do I do these holiday podcasts. Number one, I just enjoy the history of holidays, but I think another reason why I do them is because I think sometimes holidays get a bad name. Now, there are some Christians that don't believe in celebrating any of them, and, and they always point out that they come from pagan practices, and well, some of that is true, I'm reminded of the scriptures in Colossians um, for instance, that talk about putting off bad things. And when they talk about putting off bad things, they talk about putting on good things. So I think when we find good reasons to celebrate some of these holidays, that's what we're doing. Because if you cease to do something bad, you really need to fill in the void with something good so that you can keep on track instead of leaving a void. Because if you leave a void, it will be filled in some way. And if you don't, fill it in proactively good, or well, I should say, if I'm using proper grammar, then you will fill it in with something bad. So that's one of the reasons why these holiday podcasts are important to me, to shed some Christian light onto some of these holidays. That, and they're just fun to do. So we'll go uh, back over to Adam. He has some information for us on the history of St. Patrick's Day. Yes, and St. Patrick was actually a person that lived... uh, Back in, uh, well, before even the uh, uh, thousands, way, way back in around uh, 450, the year 400 back in there. So little is known of St. Patrick's early life, though it is known that he was born in uh, the Roman British area in the 4th century into a wealthy Romano-British family. Now, his father was a deacon and his grandfather was a priest in the Christian church. At age 16, he was kidnapped kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken captive to Ireland as a slave. And it is believed he was held somewhere on the west coast of Ireland, possibly Mayo, but the exact location is unknown. Now, according to his confession of St. Patrick, he was told by God in a dream to flee from captivity to the coast where he would uh, board a ship and return to Britain. Then upon returning, he quickly joined the church in Oxur in Gaul, and studied to be a priest. So th- this is all by 18 years old even. He's, he's gone through all this already. I- incredible life. Then, as he got older, in the year 432, he again said that he was called back to Ireland, though as a bishop, to the uh, Christianese, the Irish, from their native uh, polytheism. Irish folklore tell that one of the teaching methods included using the shamrock to explain the Christian doctrine of the Trinity to the Irish people. So you can kind of imagine, you know, the shamrock looks like a three-leaf clover almost, that he kind of, legend says, that he used that to explain the Trinity a little bit. So next time you're kind of looking at that or here with St. Patrick's Day, think about that a little bit. kind of reminds you of the Trinity. And then after nearly 30 years of evangelism, he died on March 17th, year 461, and according to tradition was buried at Down. Patrick. So if you've heard that before, heard St. Patrick's Day called that saint, that is that is the story behind what, what he went through and, and how he lived his life. 
And interestingly enough, the Toronto Maple Leafs at one point uh, were known as the Toronto St. Patrick's. That was from 1919 to 1927. And they wore green jerseys. They wore green jerseys. And in 1999, when the Maple Leafs played on St. Patrick's Day, they wore green St. Pat's retro uniforms. Um, and they're, And then, so that's kind of cool about how the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs NHL team were known as the St. Patrick's. And there's not a whole lot of times when sports works its way on the Speaking For Him podcast, but it is one of my <laughs> interests, so I like to, to work it in when I can. And I just wanted to make a quick comparison between St. Patrick's life and the life of Joseph in the Bible. You know, St. Patrick was taken as a slave when he was 16, and he was brought to Ireland— and you would think that when he, he escaped and got back to his homeland that he would want to nothing to do with Ireland. But he felt a compulsion from God to evangelize Ireland. So when he got a chance, um, he became a priest and went back to Ireland and started evangelizing the Irish using the three-leaf clover, as we already discussed, to show... God's uh, mercy and truth through giving us the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I think that's so neat. And it reminds me of what the Bible says about Joseph, because Joseph was a man who was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Mm -hmm. His own brothers were jealous of him, so they sold him into slavery. They wanted to kill him. So I guess slavery is a good option considering that they wanted to sh to kill him. And uh, Adam, could you read us uh, that scripture about Joseph from Genesis fifty sixteen to 20? Yeah, absolutely. And it says, And Joseph wept when they, sp when they spake unto him, and his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am in the place of God. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is to this day, to save much people alive. Uh, that's the second half of that passage. You can find it in Genesis chapter 50. And Adam, what are your thoughts as you read that passage? I think it's incredible to think about how he was talking about how like God brought evil kind of uh, against them a little bit, like uh, with, with the brothers who had sold him into slavery, right? And then how it was saying there, but God meant unto good to bring to pass, it is this day, to save much people alive. The big thing that really hits me out of that is how God uses his ways and what may seem bad to us for his purpose for good. See how he brought good out of that situation. And in the end, there was healing with the family, uh, Joseph and his brothers. There was There was love again. And isn't it interesting, and maybe you can apply this in our own daily lives today, but just how God, even in mysterious ways, when we don't understand how he still brings good, even at the time what doesn't seem good. That always blows me away. And you see that in the life of St. Patrick, too, how mm -hmm. he was able to come to the point of forgiveness to where not only did he go back to Ireland, but he said, I, I met God, and I believe he was preaching the true gospel, so he was telling them about Jesus, even though... He, uh, he had been enslaved by, by that people or brought to that land through slavery. He was still uh, an embracer of God, 
and he got to a point of forgiveness where he was able to help those people, and I think that's that's exciting. Um, for the next part of this podcast today, I just want to give you a little bit of ministry update for speaking for him. Uh, Adam and I have been doing this podcast now for an, a number of months. This is actually episode number 23, and it's very exciting that we've been able to keep this going, and I'm just very excited about even the guests that are coming up in the in the coming weeks and the, the the more stories that we have to share about how God is uh, speaking into other people's lives. And if you have any stories to share with us about how God has used this podcast or anything else in your life to speak to you, please let us know. And if you're interested in sharing it on the podcast, we'd be grateful to have you in the studio with us to share that story. Um, I just wanted to share our first ever contest winner has been awarded a book a few weeks ago. Her name was Rebecca Goldberg, and we're very happy. Congratulations. To have provided her with her copy of And the Shofar Blue. If you remember, I reviewed it a while back on the podcast. It's a very good book, very powerful book, and I'd encourage people to get out and read it. We will be having another winner when we hit 100 likes, so make sure that you're getting on the page. You know, it only takes one mouse click to like speaking for him. So, I mean, and most people need a little more exercise in their life anyway. You know, <laughs> So get that clicking finger limber and head on over to Speaking for Him on Facebook. Just hit Speaking for Him, Speaking the number for him in this Facebook search window and you'll find it. So go ahead and do that. And the next thing I want to talk about is we're going to be beginning a Speaking for Him book club very shortly. I will have more details in a future podcast, but we will basically be reviewing about four books a year, which we will encourage you to read with us, and then we will come on the podcast, we'll review the book, and we'll talk about how we can use it in our Christian journey or how it encouraged us as we go along. Uh, basically, what we're looking at right now, and this could change, but what we're looking at right now is is looking at something from classic fiction, something from contemporary cr- fiction, something in the autobiographical range, probably a Christian autobiography, and then something in the Christian living genre. So that's what we're looking at, and any suggestions that people want to give as far as that goes, that is very much welcome, and we appreciate it. I just wanted to let you know that uh, along with this podcast, I also love to get out and preach the word in the community. Um, I recently was involved with a church called Take Hold Church, which is an exciting small church in uh, downtown Grand Rapids. That was that was a little over a month ago, and I was very grateful to be there. And I'd be very grateful to be in your church, too. So make sure that if your church needs a speaker, that you will con- that you contact me with my email, andrew at speakingforhim.com. Um, just, I would really appreciate to hear from you. The final thing that I want to mention is that we would like to do or start doing an email of the week segment where we either answer your question or read your comment on the uh, podcast and talk about it. And we can't do that unless our email box gets some emails. So make sure that you're sending email to either Andrew at speaking the number for him.com or Adam at jq99.com and we will be sure to get your question or comment on the air and elaborate on it throughout this podcast. We're always looking for show ideas. We want to 
continue to stay fresh and respond to current events as well as things that we feel the Lord leading us to uh, cover on this podcast. And we want to continue to be consistent every Friday to be your companion uh, through that day and to get you off to a good start on your weekend. And one final thing that I want to mention, this is a great thing to listen to uh, as you are doing your commute. Average commutes are somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe it's a little longer, but if it's longer, you can get in maybe two podcasts. But the 15 to 20 minute format that we do is perfect for that commute, for the standard commuter. So you can punch it up on your iPhone through iTunes or however you want to listen, but we'd love to have you listening every Friday. For Speaking for Him, and on behalf of Adam McNutt, this is Andrew Gomison saying, keep serving the best of masters. <laughs>